ain't got nothing. Hillary's not slim. That's Hillary. That's what we're doing. Seriously, we're going to talk politics. I feel no, like we're not talking guys. politics, Dave. We're moving on. Hey, my guest today is David Bosch. David Bosch is uh, also a hero. He is because because David Bosch is, uh, I would say, I would say top five, but he's a top three reason why Echo Alley Barbershop exists. David Bosch. Top what, three or five? Is I said three. I said I want to say top five, but you're probably actually a top three reason. Are you included in a top three? I'm number one. I do hate myself, I but guess, I'm forced. I I'm forced to give myself credit. Okay. So, uh, David. So obviously, I'm not number two since I'm top three. Number two would be it has to be some family member since uh, generations of barbering. Did they build this place for you? David Bosch <laughs> built this place with his bare hands. You helped. Thank you. And I do usually take all the credit I for bet. it when people are here. They're like, wow, this place looks really beautiful. You've done such a great job remodeling it. I'm like, thank you. Who did it? Me. Yeah. Yeah. David, I just like measured things and marked them for you. David was there. He was more like, uh, what is it called? My uh, sous chef. But Sous chef. But David was really yeah. my sous chef. Like, my errand give, boy. Give, give me those nails. And I was like, all right, here you go, Rick. Like David, I said the nails. No nails. These are screws, David. No nails used in the construction of this place. There you go. That's a lie. Your ignorance is going to show. That's a lie. Why'd you have me cover up all those, patch up all those holes? What were those? Oh, that's true. Oh my God. You did do that. See, you did. Who did did do do something here? You did patch all those holes. I patched all those holes. I helped you rip the floor up. Well, one of the nights I tried uh, one of the nights to help you rip the floor up. And then I, the next day I was so busy. Right. You got it done. <laughs> yeah. You were very, busy. I was, I was swamped. I remember you, sh- you showed up like Starbucks in hand and you were like, well, I don't know. I think I'm too busy. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. No, I was really busy that day. Uh, I remember it was, it was right before we knew what COVID was. And, uh, yeah, that was a weird time. We were just figuring it out as Rick was putting this whole place together. That's very strange. You sign a lease for a place. What is it? The end of January I signed it. Yeah. And then we started ripping the floors up in February. And I was uh, like, hey, have you heard of this virus thing? I was like, probably bullshit. Yeah. Nothing's going to come of it. You'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. You'll be ready to open. Yeah. Donald Trump's got it under control. <laughs> you cracked the whip on like incessantly dave hurry up hurry up hurry up that's how i remember it and then, i did did i actually crack the whip i'm not no, even kidding no, no. i you felt were like nervous, i was nervous as you usually are you were nervous was i nervous whether or not i'd get it done on time <laughs> and april matter? 1st was the day yeah i nailed it, did not it matter. Yeah, you did i was na- done by april 1st you were and you were opened uh two months later yeah that's right when i was allowed to <laughs> It's fun though. Yeah. You pick the color. You pick the color, let's be honest. No. I had I was like I gave you options and you picked the color. You gave me you, you you were a good salesman. You gave me like two shitty options and this, and you were like, you wanted me to pick this, and you no, made a good now choice. Now that I'm remembering, I gave you too much credit. You had a color you that the color. you wanted. Yeah, and then it was wrong. I looked at it and I said, Well, that's a that's a choice. Let me give you some other choices. Have you heard of Steep Cliff Gray, Rick? <laughs> I think you'd like to see it. 
What do I? What do people complain about in here? Let me bring that up to you right now. Um, Haircuts. The price. <laughs> They want $9 haircuts, and I say no. That was when you could buy a house for $15,000. Yeah, hey, Chuck used to Chuck used to charge me $9. How about $9, Rick? Well, the pri- well, it says $25 right there, and I told you that before you sat down. Now the haircut's over. Why do you want a $9 haircut now? I don't think it's fair. Dave, what are you? What are you? What are your impressions of uh, Mount Washington? How do you feel? Because you're you're from Kentucky. You're from Northern Kentucky. That's correct. Which you know that's basically Cincinnati for people listening all around the world. You guys are you were very concerned about the people, your foreign Listen, listeners. I looked. I looked at. One. I looked at the. Uh, do you have like stats? Or I do. I do, and it? it's at every all of them. The thirty-seven listeners. All of them. One of them, it said, it didn't say U.S. All of them said U.S. except for one said uh, unknown. Ooh. So. Might have been Japan. Could have been Japan. Thank God you explained uh, Cincinnati Chile to that unknown person. Absolutely. So one, ta- one, one, time a, one time a Japanese man asked, uh, he asked me to explain to him why uh, Wendy's hamburgers were square and McDonald's hamburgers were round. <laughs> somebody, somebody actually asked you that. Yeah, a Japanese man named Yoshi. And the answer you gave was. I said, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, I think I, I made something feel up. Stupid for never question. I'm a Wendy's guy, and I've never questioned that. Yeah, you're Dave Singles. Why are they? Why are they square? I don't know. I said to to stand out amongst the competition. I thought he was quizzing. I thought he was quizzing me. That's right. That's what I told him. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. All right. But I'll ask next time I go to Wendy's. I could do an impression of how I could. I could do an impression of how he asked me, but I won't. Out of respect for uh, (laughs) immediately. I know all my thirty-seven listeners would be gone. Not all thirty-seven. Come on, the racist ones would stay. (laughs) Those are the ones I want. Let's be honest. How many minutes in are we? And I brought up racism. Eight minutes in. Just <laughs> under nine minutes. Nice. I did keep track in episode one. There was no mention of our current president, but luckily you opened with that. So. Yeah, a lot of people said, Rick, uh, are you scared? Are you scared to talk about politics? Are you scared to talk about Trump? It's a barbershop you podcast. You should talk questions. about... You were bombarded with questions about why you didn't bring up nonstop. politics. Honestly, yeah. I'm like losing sleep over it, so... This is going to be a po- political heavy episode <laughs> with David Bosch. David Bosch is How would you describe yourself politically? You don't need to talk about this, Dave. You have a career to worry about. Yeah. David is let's just say he is I wouldn't call it a militia, but he's got a bunch <laughs> of He'll say this, he's got a bunch of friends in Kentucky. I don't lead it, but I'm part of one, you know. Yeah. It's a big, I guess, a big difference. Not like I started my own. It takes a village. Something crazy like that. Yeah, it takes a village. It takes a militia. <laughs> Jesus. What? <laughs> Does it not say that in your kitchen? Isn't that not stenciled onto the wall? Yeah. It takes a militia. <laughs> All right, ask me some questions. Come on, I'm being interviewed. Oh my right. God, are you kidding me? Don't this ask- is great. Huh? This is we're doing great right now. Oh, ask I'm you some questions. I, I thought. 
uh, other guy got interviewed here. I mean, you are getting interviewed. This is a conversation. Ask me how offended I am to be uh, guest number two instead of guest number one on the First of Rick all, I'm already you. fighting with you. Okay, now I'm fighting with you about this. Already, Brandon Fox, who is coming up eventually. I'm way better than Brandon Fox. Brandon, so Brandon Fox is in a giant trial. Two. This is what I... Okay, so Brandon is furious he wasn't guest number one. You're furious you're not guest number one. I wouldn't say furious. I'm pretty hurt. You know Brandon. You know Brandon's be angry. to be guest number three. Well, that's I told. Sure. Well, you're gonna feel stupid after you hear what I told Brandon, which is, <laughs> guest number three is like the 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 uh, headliner. Nah. Got opening act, middle act, uh, and guest number three is up. the headliner. Yeah. Hopefully, still who knows when it. this is gonna Hopefully get released? Still does it. Maybe Mike Butts will sneak in number two, and you'll be number three, and Brandon will be four. The the uh, headliner two, which is even a more important headliner. I have other options to get my hair cut, Rick. Don't Who, I? your wife? Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> you said you like this haircut more than the haircut she gives you, which I'm not in competition with so your wife. I like your wife. I like Jen. I love Jen. She's done a great job. She's done a great All job raising her daughters, being a, being a spouse to you. Cutting her husband's hair. Cutting yeah. her husband's hair has been good, too. I think it's good. you the one who said you like the way I do it more. I just, I, uh, he did not say that. That's a lie. <laughs> Dave, oh my God. That was actually, Dave was like, that was like me like I'd really going in on Dave right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was the meanest thing I could have done to him. <laughs> That's not true. She just, Be honest though, are you more nervous? I was very nervous the first time I cut your hair. hair. I'm, I, the first time I cut your hair, I was extremely nervous because I know your wife's cut hair for a lot longer than me and she is a better. And uh, I will tell you, she's when I got home that first day, I mean, you got to understand my wife's age, yeah. she cuts hair. I was when, very nervous. And when honestly, I got home, yeah. it was like, I felt like I was getting picked apart. It was like, it's like when you give another barber a haircut or another, you know, you're, I mean, I'm, I'm always nervous when I do it. I don't know what other barbers think if they're like that confident. They don't think twice about it, but I get nervous. Probably. Other barbers are so fucking cool. I'm so fucking nerdy and lame. <laughs> God, man, I need to I zero tats. I have zero tats. I don't have a fucking Harley Davidson. How don't you have a tat? Come on. I don't know. I just don't have one. I feel like you would get like a Reds tattoo or something. A Reds tattoo? Something stupid like that. Yeah. What? Come on. I would get like, like, I would get like, it would have to be like a stupid one. It'd have to be like Red season 1993. (laughs) Like commemorating commemorating some stupid season for the Reds where they did nothing. You would get you would get a Reds or Bengals tattoo. Maybe I'll get I'll get a I'll commemorate the Reds 2020 playoff run now that they're out of the playoffs and they scored zero runs in 20 21 innings 22. But don't innings. you take pride in making the playoffs, dude? I take pride in my city. Period. I'll do anything for this city, Cincinnati, and I've said that and I'll say it right Reds here again. Do that, dude. They are they're dangerous. No, a nightmare. Oh yeah, they're a nightmare. Are you turning on Joe Votto now? Are you turning on Joe Votto? I mean, I know Joey Votto probably loves Ramondo's pizza. It's delicious. It's in Mount Washington. They also have a location in Mount Lookout. Check it out. You can get it by the slice. How many places in Cincinnati can get it by the slice? Like one others, like Goodfellas? That's it? That's it. Buy that, sure. Yeah. Ramondo's is great. Joey Votto, if if he doesn't love Ramondo's, I know if he had it, he would love it. Even with that connection that me and him share, we share the Ramondo's connection, me and Joey Votto. 
we share that. We have that. That's a deep bond. It can't be broken. If he turned on Joe Votto, are you no longer? If he does the pod, listen, if Joey Votto does his podcast, all's forgiven. I don't even necessarily know what he has to say he's sorry for, but I think. Losing? Losing for 10 years? About that. I don't know if I can blame one person for an entire organization. I can. Dave Bosch does. I remember being in college and you were obsessed with Joey Votto. He was a new young stud. High-fived one time. We did high-five. You and Joey Votto high-fived one time? On Clinch Miss, uh, that's what it's called, yes? Yeah. You high-fived him? You remember? Do you want to explain Clinch Miss for your foreign listener? So the Reds had not been to the playoffs since 1997. God, how do you know the year? You really know the years? Because I went to one of the playoff games when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was 10. They played the Dodgers. (laughs) Uh, who pitched for the Dodgers? Oh, oh wait. Um, Hideo oh. Nomo was the pitcher for the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, okay. The Reds won. <laughs> okay. And I thought Hideo Nomo was just going to kill us. Yeah. And, Je- and Jeff Brantley, Jeff Brantley signed a, a baseball for me. So, oh, the Cowboy. The Cowboy. hit a uh, short home run over like the left field wall in that game. It was like a rocket shot. You remember the home run. I don't yeah, remember yeah. the details. I, I just remember that it was 1997 and Hideo Nomo was there. Anyways, so clinch miss happens because... Cincinnati sports are pathetic, and and they clinched a playoff spot. So like normal cities, normal cities would celebrate. Like I was at that game. Were you at that game? Championship. When, wait, we talking about when Jay Bruce hit the home run to clinch? Yeah, I was at that game. Were you there? No, I was uh, sitting in my parents' hot tub, and I heard the uh, fireworks go off. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I guess the Reds won. Yeah, they clinched. I was there. That was great. And that's the high point of I'm 35 years old. That might be the high point of my. You're Cincinnati 25 sports. then, yeah. That's the high point of my Cincinnati sports fan fandom. Wow. I mean, that's the high point of mine too. I was at that game. That was then, crazy. That was the best they game I've ever seen. To do? They go out to San Francisco and they win two games. No, that was 2012, Dave. Oh, they, cool. No, 2010. They went to Philadelphia. They got swept. And um, okay. what pitcher oh, pitched right. a no hitter? Someone with... pitched the first well, no hitter ever in the playoffs. That's right, Royale. Halliday pitched a no hitter. <laughs> Versus the Reds. Oh God. Yeah. What's your what's your high point of your Cincinnati? I mean, like I'm saying like, being serious as a Cincinnati sports fan? Yes. Because I love Reds, Bengals, Cincinnati Bearcats. Those are my teams. Those are your teams as well. Yes. So okay, so my favorite Cincinnati sports moment, let me think. No, no, no. I'm saying like the peak. The peak? Do you know what I'm saying? Like what it felt like to be like, oh my God. I think we made it. I think the first time the Bengals went to the playoffs when I was alive. Oh, I was alive when they went to the Super Bowl, but I was one. That That doesn't count. count. So since then, they hadn't been in the playoffs since 1990. I was three. I don't remember that. The first time they went to the playoffs that I can remember, I don't even remember what year it was. It was the first year when Palmer started. And they won like nine games and they got slipped in the playoffs or eight games. They somehow got in. Yeah, back then. Yeah. It was the Steelers. It was the Steelers game. It was when Steelers. It was, no, it was like 2005. Oh, when he got hurt? That was like the first time they went to got into the playoffs. Oh yeah, I got a shirt. It was 2005, I think. Yeah, so I remember. I think I was a freshman in college. My mom bought me a shirt. I said, "Don't ever buy me any Bengals stuff again." <laughs> I remember saying that to her. <laughs> I'm being serious. She no, bought. I, it. I was like, you. I was like, "Mom, I'm being serious. I don't want any more Bengals stuff ever." That's when my hate started for the Bengals because the Steelers took him took him out. No, I, I was starting to understand. I think I started to understand, like, oh, this is how it goes. <laughs> we're the Kenyon Martin the snaps his leg. What's the uh, what's the? I think I think when I was a kid, the Globetrotters. Okay. What are they called? Oh God, the Generals. We're the Generals. The Generals. 
everybody else is like gets to see what it's like to win. We don't know that feeling. <laughs> You'll never get to know that feeling. Yeah. But one day the journals are going to win. And it's going to be glorious, man. <laughs> right. And think how much sweeter it's going to be once we oh, get it. Oh, God. It won't be. I don't. I it lost it. No. Maybe it'll be the Bearcats. Burn the I, still have, I, I think still have love for UC. So I think when I was a kid, Kenyon Martin was like, that whole season was unbelievable to me. Is this for the overseas listeners who don't this know for the how the story ends? Yeah, Kenyon Martin snaps his leg. Like uh, obliterates his leg. No one was going to beat them that year. Michigan State won the championship. Their best player was Mateen Cleaves. You don't even know who the fuck <laughs> that guy well. is. Yeah. He did well in the NBA. Yeah, Kenyon Martin was an all-star after snapping his leg in half. He's <sighs> so good. And uh, so that was like when I was a kid was Bear- that Bearcats team. Right. Then I would say when the Bengals went to the playoffs, like when I was in right. 18 in college. Which also ended in a devastating Also ended in a, devas- a devastating leg injury. <laughs> and then after that, I would say going to Clinchmas. I was at that game when they hit the home run right. to go to the playoffs. So anyways, then got swept. Getting back to you, this is my point that like other cities celebrate championships. In Cincinnati, the fact that they had – Locked up, just a chance to go to the playoffs. Yeah, that is treated as like that's the high point. I know. Then yeah, they true. were embarrassed. Yeah, immediately after that. Yeah, but it's like at least we made the playoffs. Hey, well, we're gonna lose our NFL team. That's happening in five years. Do you know those people that say like, uh, "Forget it, I'm a Packers fan now"? <laughs> Don't they annoy you? Yes, I hate those people. Someone told me. That, someone told me they were considering being a Chiefs fan. Now I'm like, why? Be, <laughs> it's not the, the Super kind of Bowl. Thing. It's not. It's not like. It's not like. I don't know. I was gonna go to Chick Fil A, but maybe instead I'll just go to Burger King. It's not like you don't <laughs> consider it. It's something that you don't respect. Those kind of sports fans that no. are like, well, you can't. You should. You should live with the suffering that you were born into, or be like me and just give it up. Okay, Dave is demanding that we get some food to eat, and we're going to go do that right now, and then we will be right back uh, with the rest of the show. Thank you. Okay, so we're waiting right now. So we just stopped, and we uh, ordered a pizza. We are going to order – I suggested let's order Ramondas. Top 10 mistakes that you've made in your life, maybe? I let you convince me not to order Ramondas. Yes, this is up there. Okay, I'll take that. I want to order Ramondos. I'm a Kentucky kid. I don't know what Ramondos is. He doesn't I know. know. La Rosa's though. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, this barbecue chicken pizza, Montgomery and barbecue chicken pizza from La Rosa's is really good. Let's Whoops. get it again." I said, "Okay, fine, we'll do it." Whoops. We'll get Ramondos next time. Okay, so there's La Rosa's a block away, literally one block away. I ordered it. It said it'll be ready in 15 minutes online. We wait 15 minutes. We walk in there. We wait. How long a lot of unhappy there? people in there. There's a that lot of unhappy. The first clue. It's a takeout only La Rosa's. It's There's three only. people in there that look like they're having a bad night. This is the the start of their Friday night is not going well. <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, it's Friday. It's seven fifteen, and these people are pissed. <laughs> yeah. Right then we should have like said, we're missing the super moon tonight for this. Is it super moon night? I don't know if it's tonight. I don't know what's going on. Um. Yeah, real excited. That's the most excited I got. On it really is. So yeah, far. it's great. Um, so, anyways, we walked. So we in. wait. We waited. How long did we wait in there? Ten minutes, probably. Probably another. So we waited fifteen minutes. Waited another ten minutes. But hold on. Do you realize that the guy that was two in front of us literally came in to order? Yeah, that was annoying. That was weird. It's a takeout hell. only. The roses. Buddy. So you order ahead of time and then you pick it up. Do you have a smartphone? I mean, you know, like, didn't you want to say something like? 
Do you have a smartphone? He looked like he was in his 30s, too. No excuse, yeah. I know the number by heart. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I do. That I, guy I came know the number into two. a yeah. Roses and was like, I'm going to go to the counter. That's hilarious. So then we got then we got the great news. I paid, bought the pizza, and we got great news that... She said, I have no idea when it will be ready, was the exact quote. Literally. I don't... <laughs> I have no idea, I have when, no idea when that, that when that pizza will be ready. We said, okay, so not <laughs> I thought it'd be cold by now. <laughs> She's like, well, technically it is cold because it hasn't been made yet. So you're not wrong. It is cold. Anytime I've gotten takeout from Ramondas, this has never happened. No, God, no. Kidding me? Yeah. So I did I, get it one time when I was up here building this Taj Mahal of a uh, barbershop. It was delicious too, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah, stuff. it was good. But you're the, the Montgomery and you, you were, the well, advertising I got, got you. I, I saw, you know, in Rick's fridge where he gives you a free beer. Is it a free beer per haircut? It is now because I just said it on the podcast, right? Yeah, so, why not? Okay. But, you know, during COVID, it's like you got a mask on. I don't know if I can give out those Oh, beers. so it's no beer? So you drink all that beer in there. Wow. I don't drink it all. Okay. But also, in addition to just beer, there's a uh, bottle of Montgomery Inn. There's a bottle of, I'll say this, it's lightly used. There's still quite a bit of barbecue sauce in there. There's no food, but there's a bottle of Montgomery and barbecue sauce. You never know when you're going to need some barbecue sauce. Sometimes I order, I like like barbecue sauce on my french fries. Right, but there's no french, my point is there's just a bottle. Yeah, I don't have an oven here, but sometimes I get takeout. You buy fries from somewhere else and then you put Montgomery and barbecue sauce Why not? I don't know. That's just, if you go to Wendy's, sometimes I'll be like, and barbecue sauce, and then they'll be like, okay, yeah, it's in there. And then you get home, and you're like, there's no barbecue sauce in there. Because so they're like, why does this guy need barbecue sauce? I'm like, don't don't worry about why case. I need it. Give it to me. Just in case. Why just do you want to protect the bottom line of Wendy's right now? Give me the fucking barbecue sauce. I would defend Wendy's. I would. But my point is, like, you're like that old woman with, like, a bottle of ranch in her purse. That's if disgusting. If you have... Barbecue sauce I in agree. a fridge. Yeah, that's way better than no, no, no. This ranch is not a your purse. fridge at your house. This is a this is a this is a barbershop fridge filled with beer and a bottle of First of Montgomery all, and barbecue sauce. If, if it's anything, it's a conversation piece. Look what's happening right now. We're talking about it. <laughs> the barbershop atmosphere is about creating conversation, creating community. That's what I'm doing in here every day, day in, day out. I'm exhausted. Okay, my feet hurt, my back hurts, my throat hurts. Not from COVID, but from talking so much because I'm shooting creating conversation sauce down your gullet. Probably that's, that's and if anything, that's like Pepto Bismol for your throat. It soothes it. It creates if it's if the barbecue sauce stays in the fridge long enough, it becomes a little gelatinous, oh, and it kind of like <laughs> it's like better than a green tea with honey for your throat. I'll give a hot Cincinnati take here. Not a Montgomery Inn fan. Oh, <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Wow, what is it? About First it. barbecue place that you can go to. Were you trying to get that? Do they advertise themselves as a barbecue place? What are they? Ribs. What's that? That's bar- ribs. That's like barbecue. That's like encompassed in. I like their ribs. They're a barbecue place. You don't like Montgomery and ribs? No. No. Okay. That's fair. You don't like it. What can I say to that? I like it, so. I will say, though. You're, you're getting La Rosa's Montgomery. You asked to get the Montgomery and barbecue pizza. It's the only way I've ever liked Montgomery and now I know. Okay. La Rosa's had to put their uh 
crust on it. Finishing touch on it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Think it's ready? I don't know. Do you think this thing is ready? She literally I, said, I have no idea when your food will be ready. First of all, we ordered like one large pizza and she starts looking at oh, salad man. boxes. She's like, could this be their large pizza? Like, that's a salad, ma'am. One large pizza. It's not that tough. This isn't that hard. Your job's not that hard. We I'm Dave Bosch. We should have raised some hell. Like, yeah. Don't you wish it could be that person sometimes, like, start screaming? I know. Some people would get, like, a free pizza out of this, you know? I know. I can Neither only do I can only, that I can only do that to um, seamless customer service. What? Seamless? Like, is that what you said? Seamless or Grubhub. It's the same thing. I don't know this. Like the people that if you ever you you have a you ha, you have a family I, so right. you you have a family to provide for so you can't just like get right. fucking food takeout delivered to your house no, three nights a week um, three nights you, a week why the fuck uh, not, who are cares you serious? yeah I hope that's cares? a COVID thing you mean during COVID during COVID yeah it was worse when I lived in New York <laughs> well yeah people never don't, cooked don't yeah cook there episode two is a special episode is this like a special episode of uh. Rick will cut you. I mean, it is a special episode because we're here with the creator of, you know, I guess I'm the, how would I describe, I guess I'm the founder, but you are the man who made it possible, made the barbershop, Echo Alley Barbershop possible. You built it with your bare hands. That's what it's called. You're a contractor. Right. So you are to be trusted. That's a joke because contractors are notorious scumbag, (laughs) lying pieces of shit. God. You trusted me. Look what it got gotcha. you. Like, hey, Rick, can you pay me in cash? Like, Dave, sorry, I have <sighs> wow, to report that's this. that's a joke. That is a joke. <laughs> I'll bet you IRS agents are That's a funny big. joke. That's a big demographic for you, probably. IRS agents? Yeah. That might have been the unknown. They need their haircut, too. Okay. Stop talking about the IRS right now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, no. Listen, I'm dumb. I don't know what's happening. You still have an I don't know what happened with my... What? You see, you My know, money? What? You know, I saying. thought I was doing everything right. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you were having a kid. What do you mean? I oh, I have we're a kid. I kids. have a kid. We're talking about kids, remember? Yeah. Aren't you excited to? I don't have a kid. Take that next step, Rick. With being a father, I don't think there's a rush to be a father. I think you want to be in the right spot to do it. And Behind I think... the scenes talk. We had a deep conversation about our dads right before this started. First of all, Dave, I don't like you bringing up the fact that my dad is dead. That's so, not what that's not I know what that's what I you're trying with. to do. Dave is like, Dave, hey Rick, Dave told forgotten? me this. Dave told me this behind the scenes. He said, I'm going to make you cry on this podcast. Watch me, bitch. <laughs> I honest to God, I don't know no. what it would take to get you to cry. Uh, I talked to you at your dad's funeral. I was, there was not a tear in your <laughs> eye. That's for damn sure. That is true. I did not cry at my dad's funeral. Um, I shouldn't be laughing. You know what? Honestly, at my dad's funeral, you were there. Did I not? I ki- did I not? Ki- did I not kill at my dad's funeral? <laughs> did did okay. I not bring the house down with a joke? God. Did okay. I did. I felt bad because we hadn't seen each other in many years, but that was uh, that was at least a bright spot, right? That was a bright spot. Dave yeah. Bosch that day. Well, it's weird because like uh, I got to see Dave Bosch. I'm right. supposed to be sad because my dad dies. I was dad died. I was very sad. Not enough to cry. Um, not in front of people. I, okay, I slowly watched him die oh, for at at home hospice for three days. It wasn't like uh, 
It was, it was a like relief. a relief was that a he relief. died. It was like a relief for him because I loved him. Jesus Christ, Dave, you fucking animal. That's a- <laughs> and how do you know? I, I've had many. I've had many moments. Many moments in private. Right. Is what I say that I've cried. Right. People are like, have you grieved yet? Oh, so many times in private. But we yes. had a good talk about how different our dads are. Our dads are very different. My dad. <laughs> my dad was a great guy. I love my dad. No, no. Yeah. And he, was a t- he was a tough dad, though, not a... Um, he was tough, was and a- he was also not tough, you know. He was... I'm looking at his basketball picture right now. There's a photo of him in the barbershop. Absolutely yeah. natural. Perfect form from a young age. My dad actually was always very good at basketball, which, you know, he always reminded me that I was not a good shooter, and he was. Right. Sam got that gene, I'm sure. Sam got the shooting gene. I was more of a... Uh, a defensive hustler, right? Type. Gym this guy rat, hustles, gym rat. Gym rat. Yep. Yeah, ruthless. Yeah, they're like do whatever it takes. They're like Rick. That's we what can't. I would do. We can't let you start because we don't want you tired by the. You know. Hey Rick, we'll bring you in in the third quarter when we really need you. Hey Rick, you know a lot of uh, we want you to bat seventh in the lineup because no. you know it's like having a, a second leadoff batter. No, I got. That I got that talk. a lot. I got that talking yeah. baseball. Yeah, I don't I want that. this to be portrayed because I was actually a good athlete, but baseball I struggled at. Yeah. But I did get that exact quote of like, David, you're going to bat ninth because uh, you got the same thing. If you get on base, you're really yeah. fast. The oh, okay. problem was you had you to get, get hits ba- to get on base. Yeah, That was not my strong suit. You were scared of the ball. I, I was. Were you? I could tell. I know I you. I knew you were scared of the I ball. I was a really good pitcher until uh, I still remember this when I was like, I guess I was like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, like twice in a row, some two kids like hit a ball right back at me as a pitcher. Yeah. I remember like it, after that game, I told my mom, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to play. I'm going to go play basketball. I'm bigger <laughs> than everybody in basketball. <laughs> I'm way bigger this, than everybody. As big I'm as I am, this ball is... My mom was like, that's fine. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's like if this baseball comes at me, it's as painful if it hits me as if it hits the smallest kid. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to just be able to beat the shit out of people. I was like, Mom, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Let me dominate people in basketball. Don't put me out here when I get hit by a baseball. That thing is hard. I can't hit a baseball. Yeah. Couldn't do it. It's the one thing in sports. Everything else. That's okay, Dave. Not all of us are natural seventh hitters. No. <laughs> like myself. <laughs> yeah. I was awesome at talking shit in the dugout. That I will say that. Right. that I was right. I was uh, my eighth grade team. I was like, I just, just let me sit out here and eat sunflower seeds and <laughs> shout at people. That was like, people. I would literally like, uh, in practice just grabbing, like the field would be aerated and me and my buddy would just pick up clumps of dirt yeah, and throw little, each other. Little uh, plugs. Little dirt, plugs yeah. of dog turds yeah. out of the ground. <laughs> this is how bad I was at baseball. I can literally remember my like the best hit I ever had. Yeah. It was like one time I hit a double. I can still, like, I remember, like, I can still picture, like, the swing. Mm. <laughs> that one time where I like, made contact, like, made contact in baseball, hit a double, and I was like, I thought, oh. It felt should- so good right off yeah, the bat. It felt like, oh my God. Yeah. Didn't sting or anything. <laughs> but I was big enough to be a good pitcher, so they kept running me out there. I guess you didn't have a DH when you were, like, a kid. No. They weren't going to do that to a kid like son. Dave bragging about being a good pitcher when he was eight. God. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Oh, I Have we, I, I knew why you, I knew why you brought up baseball. <laughs> we can talk about I was be- way better at basketball. Let's talk about how good I was at basketball. God, you know who's going to love this podcast? Yeah. Sam Morgan. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, God, you guys were talking about who was good at sports when you guys were six? <laughs> Guess who was the best? It doesn't best get more Cincinnati than, than that. Yep. We haven't even had, like, oh, what high school did you go to? 
That's that's the ultimate since that was question. the first podcast. This can't be the second podcast. I heard that. A lot of West Side talk. Yeah, Dave. What do you think about the West Side of Cincinnati? You have your mom's from there. So like that's my dad's so from there. Listening to the first podcast, I thought because we have the same. I have blood comes from the West Side. Yeah, but thank God I was not born and raised there. Mm-hmm. So we're the same in that regard. We are, except for I'm allowed to make fun of it because I've you know my mom's yeah. from there. I can make fun of it all I want too. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, you didn't hold back. I didn't say anything bad. All I said was that the parents over there don't care about their children, right. and that you can do whatever you want to those kids. Right. That's all I for said. Role models, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like Mick Cronin's for, an idiot. It for, would be. I would just say all I'm saying is this: if there are if there are child predators out there, they're probably going to the west side first. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They're stay on the, that side of I-75. Yeah, they stay over there. Right, they're fine. Yeah. I, you're not waiting for me to dispute it, are you? No, I didn't think you okay, were going to okay. dispute it. Okay. You know My thoughts on the west side? I've always heard it's the best side. They'll tell you that. Yeah. It's an interesting place. I used to work there. I will say this. I like the people from the west side. I like the people. Uh, all right. I have a lot of friends from there. I like them. I have a lot of clients from there. I like them too. Oh. And you know what? They are good people. And they're family-oriented, which I like. They have strong family values. <laughs> and except for the ones that don't give a shit about their kids, which is like <laughs> a pretty big <laughs> percentage of them. But, uh, yeah, it's a good, you know, great place to raise a family. And uh, my cousin calls them. Uh, if you leave, you're a traitor forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, without It is that. odd when they, like end up moving somewhere else yeah but yeah you know what my cousin calls them what folks from shiviot because you know they say shiviot not shaviot he calls them shividiots shividiots yeah that's funny but he's from there so he's allowed he's allowed to say it right yeah i had a lot of times oh so okay what i best job i ever had Rick, you know this? Hold on, let me ask you that. Dave, what's the best job you've ever had? That's a great question, Rick. It was yeah. being a Miller Lite girl. I remember. Oh, I I worked at bars giving out free beer and playing games. Wasn't your wait, wasn't your job I had to interrupt you right here? Sure. Wasn't You're your title best. wasn't your title walking model? <laughs> we were technically models, yes. And didn't you I was at a party at your house or your sister's house when we were in college, and you were working there with all the Miller Lite walking models, and it was like me, this hideous Mr. Bean. <laughs> and you went up to your boss, boss, and you're like, Rick, I can get you this job, man. Rick, I can get Yeah, Rick, you would be so good at it. Everyone loves no, you. I definitely never said that. You did say that. You told me I would be so good at it. And I was like, Dave, don't. I was good at it. And then you went up to your boss, and you said, let Rick, you were drunk, and you're like, let Rick work with me at Miller Lite. And she looked me up and down and was just like, laughed and said, I don't think so. That sounds right. That's what happened. Uh, that's rough. Okay, go ahead about your job that you love. <laughs> it was just, it was a very noticeable difference of when the nights we would have to work on the west side versus working on the east side. East side was, I knew it was generally going to be a pretty laid back, uh, you know, everybody was like in a good mood. They'd play our games, whatever. Give us their information. That's all we needed. West side was more of a crapshoot. There were times when every person that I dealt with, it's not, I mean, I'm not talking drunk. I'm talking like 
falling over. Our girls would get beer spilled on them. That was a guarantee. One of the girls was going to get a beer just like poured on them. Not mm-hmm. out of disgust. It's like an accident. Like the guy doesn't know what he's doing and pours a beer on him. It's constant. <laughs> Every night got cut short because it was like these people are too <laughs> drunk. We got to go home. Like you guys are black sheep. That are, was the worst one. Black sheep. Is that a bar? Yes, it was. So they were so they were too drunk for you guys to give them yes. free beer. They couldn't even. They couldn't give us their yeah. <laughs> information. It was like we'd ask for an email address. They'd give us some obviously, you know, fake, you know. A lot of 69s, yes. email addresses ending in 69, I assume, 420. legit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give them their keychain, and we'd give it, get out of there as soon as we could. Yeah, there you go. There's just a difference on the east side and west side. I like how you describe the moods on the east side being good. <laughs> the what? People were generally in a good mood. Well, they weren't mean to me, I should yeah. say. They were just like, oh, okay, <laughs> they'll play along. Yeah. Like, all right, buddy, hurry up, give us our free beer. Yep. They just look at the good-looking girls, and then I would, you know, steal their information. I don't have to do that anymore now. It's just called Facebook. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I do wonder. I don't even know if they do that anymore, the job I did. I have no idea. I'm not in main bars. I mean, yeah. You're in bars? You don't go to bars? I'm not, I don't go to bars. It's COVID, man. What do you do? You don't have kids. What do you do? Uh, look what I'm doing right now. This is it? Podcast with friends? I podcast twice with friends. <laughs> Before that. And I grieve my dead father. Shoe shop? I grieve my father. Do you go shoe shopping? Don't try to change the subject. I don't go shoe shopping. Tell him what you spent on him. On what? The shoes. Dave, shut the fuck up. You're out of your mind. Now you're embarrassed? You were very proud. Ten minutes ago, off air. I was proud. Do I say off air? Is that what we say? Proud about what? What are you checking? What do you mean, what am I checking? Dave. Have you seen how much you paid for how many, shoes? How many children do you have? Are you looking at my Facebook right now? How many kids do you have? We don't know each other that way. Gosh. Shouldn't my barber know that? You have three children. Are you really stalking me right now? No, I know, you, I know you have three kids. I'm just turning off my phone. I do have three kids. Is that the end of the questions about my kids? What are their genders? Who's to say? Girls. Let's be honest. <laughs> three Who's girls. Who's to say? I was blessed with three girls. All in a row. Mm-hmm. Is that the end? Are you going to have any other, any other kids? It would be selfish to have more than three kids, if you I ask me. Not. Oh, selfish. How's that? A little narcissistic. Uh, yes. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, that's true. What else, is, what else is new with you, Dave? <laughs> you want to know my greatest coaching tip that I ever heard? Please. You're an NKU grad. Do you know who Ken Shields was? I know that name. I don't know who he is. You don't know your NKU history, I guess, very well. So you a basketball coach? Hall of Fame basketball coach for NKU. Okay, that's what I thought. I had to take some bullshit, what do they call those, classes in college that fill out your schedule. Classes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Any class at NKU is bullshit. Let's just be honest. Dave, Dave, be honest. How do you feel like your education was at Northern Kentucky University? Do you think you learned anything there? Worthless, but I don't have anything to compare it to. Do you think other people get much better at? Uh... I don't know. I assume Ohio State's better. Why? Why would you assume that? I just do. I think that's just, it's just an assumption. Other people make the same assumption, but it's all pointless. Okay. God. Didn't you, what was your, what was your internship after, out of college? I can't remember. 
Like, what was your major? Marketing? Oh, marketing. And then I got a job selling bells. <laughs> selling bells? Making oh, $11 right. an hour right. at the bell company, cast bronze, bronze bells to municipalities and to churches oh, during the middle of the recession. <laughs> I lasted about 11 months and they fired me. The, they sold street clocks too. And the entire 11 months... I sold one street clock in 11 months of work. What was the commission? Zero dollars. <laughs> the commission was zero dollars. They kept, you, they continued to pay, pay me eleven dollars an hour. You paid eleven dollars an hour. Yeah, it's the only job I could get. <laughs> and they fired me. And then I worked at a video game distribution company, where I also lasted eleven months. I couldn't make it to a year with a job. I really thought I was, I thought I, and then they, uh, they fired me too yeah. for also not being a good salesman. I was supposed to sell video games to like, uh, retailers and stuff over these the phone. These aren't like CD, like these are no, CDs. machines. No, oh. no, no. Like, like, like copies of Halo 2. What? Why would those need or like, you know how like we, the, when the Wii came out, they had all these crazy, stupid games. You could buy at GameStop for like two bucks, three dollars. <laughs> okay. The company I worked for had owned all those fucking games. They bought those in bulk, and then we would sell them to retailers for like pennies, and they would sell them for like two bucks. <laughs> so, the point I was gonna make was, didn't you learn more at your job than you did in school? But for you, that sounds like maybe. I'm off base with that. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't even know what I've learned. <laughs> I have no idea. You want me to be a father, Dave? You want me to have you three? Have you want me to have three daughters? <laughs> no. And I don't even know what I've learned. Well, yeah. It's probably some like deep point there, but. Yeah. <laughs> there is, Dave. <laughs> My point was college is a waste sometimes. Yeah. I'm convinced you don't learn anything in college is just a little certificate to say you can be trained to do stuff it's about the uh socializing right which i didn't do you did you were big on that you were too dave what the fuck are you talking about That's dave? How we know you were a drunken fool huh? no dave was out of his mind in college what are you doing in college he had no self-control <laughs> this guy was an impulsive maniac devil no. they used to call him devil dave more like we got drunk on Devil you, Dave. You don't remember when they drunk called you Devil your dorm Dave? Room couch watching reality TV. That's true. We did, we did that a lot. We did. Devil Dave. That's why we called him Devil Dave because he wouldn't let us leave the couch like the devil. <sighs> okay, Dave. I feel like this was a good podcast. How do you feel about your first special guest? Nice. No, don't make. Don't play with the barber chairs. This uh, is in. We're doing this inside the barber shop, by the way. Yeah. So, it felt more authentic than that's that very first authentic. One, yeah, don't you think absolutely without a doubt. Alex is a fucking that's why joke this one's more like of a special episode. Yeah, so it's more like I'm not like episode two. I'm like episode one a. <laughs> don't you think? We'll say your episode two for now. But In your Wikipedia entry, don't you think it'll say David Bosch was your first uh, ever guest? I'll say David Boss was a special guest. Spe- special guest. Yeah, first ever special guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. I felt like uh, it went good. Room to grow. Yeah. I'll have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> well. I think I can make it happen. All right. 
listen, so listen, if you listen to this podcast and you liked it, um, you know, Dave, do you have anything to plug? Dave's got some stuff to plug. Wait. No, that's not true. Hey. Echo Alley Barbershop. I like my haircut. Rick does a great job. Ramondo's Pizza. La Rosa's was a disaster tonight. I'm sorry, La Rosa's. <laughs> Step La Rosa's. it up. If you give me some buddy cards, maybe I'll retract that statement. But Ramondo's is still number one, without a doubt. Skyline Chili, Gold Star. Gold Which star. one? Gold Star, Dave? I'm actually a Gold Star, yeah. Gold Star. Gold Star 2. Wow. We're still... What was discussed about Skyline in the last episode? We're we're sticking with Skyline's not racist. We haven't heard anything else about it. But Dave, Dave, do you have an opinion? Not as far as I know. Were you shocked but to hear I'd that? Eat I, I'd eat their chili regardless. Same, but like I said, as far as as far as both of us know, not racist, despite the rumors. I guess we wait on a statement from them. We're gonna have to wait on a statement from them. You know, they have an Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, they can put it up on their Instagram. Does Gold Star have an Instagram? Gold Star liked some of my posts. No way, really. I will say that. Wow. Yes. Wow. So That's already, I already, I already favored Gold Star, and they started liking my posts, and I was like, game over. Again, for your out of uh, town listeners, I mean, it's hard to really describe the magnitude of a uh, an Instagram like for, from the, the it was official like, Gold Star account. Yeah, you know, you were tell- asking me about. My like the best sports moments in Cincinnati history. Yeah. This was my best Instagram moment in Cincinnati yeah. history. Was getting that gold star like, nice without a doubt. God, that's a high bar now. And hopefully they just keep coming. If the likes keep coming, this will never end. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>